Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. To my friend Nate and all the listeners of this podcast, no one circles the wagons to Nate the Skate. Circle the wagons, Buffalo. Yeah. 2022. We here. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another Twitter space for the Buffalo Bills. Absolute romping. Absolute. A destruction in D.C. The Bills win 37-3. Uh, against the Commanders today. Um, Easy win for the Buffalo Bills. If you are a Bills fan, there was no point that you were truly worried about this game at any point. Um, From the very beginning, from the time they scored that first field goal, uh, the first bat 36-yard field goal to go up 3-0, they never looked back whatsoever. Uh, Just to give you a quick shout-out, this is Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I am your host, Nate. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Twitter space. This episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at DeLago. If you are in the western New York or central New York area, do yourselves a favor. Check out the Twinspire Sportsbook at the DeLago Resort and Casino. Um, It's a great time, great food, great energy. Lots of screens to watch, not only the Bills game, but every other game that's going on currently. It's like having the Red Zone channel and everything embedding kiosks in the same place. It is a tremendous time. I absolutely recommend you guys coming in. Um, If you're not familiar with our Twitter spaces, this is the time for you to uh, get a chance to give your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills game, whether good or bad. Obviously, in this case, it is a tremendous win. It is a win that you definitely have a chance to sound off about things that you like, maybe some things that you didn't like. Of course, there's not a not a whole lot of things to not like about this win. I mean, it was domination in D.C. from the beginning to the end, 37-3. to And it really, I mean, I don't even know why they went for that field goal at the end. What's the point? Just to say that you didn't get shut out? I mean, that's, okay, all right, all right, whatever. <laughs> so the Bills easily, easily covered their six-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, people were worried about, the rain and everything, which I totally get, did not matter today. Um, a very efficient game by the Bills offense. And of course, the Bills defense called by Sean McDermott. Uh, I'm going to give you some quick stats of the day. Josh Allen, 20 for 32, 218 yards, one touchdown, one interception, a very efficient day for Josh Allen. One that he probably won't win the AFC Offensive Player of the Week award like he did last week, but still a really good game by Josh Allen, efficient-wise. Um, you didn't need him to throw the ball uh, 400 yards today because there was at no point that they were losing. So um, leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, James Cook. Captain Cook, 15 attempts for 98 yards. He had that 34-yard rush at the end, just just two yards away from getting that touchdown. Uh, you definitely wanted it, but um, but great game by James Cook. Um, Stephon Diggs, leading receiver, eight receptions on 12 targets, 100 
and 11 yards. Great game by Stephon Diggs, of course. Um, Gabe Davis, one reception on four targets for 35 yards and one touchdown. He had the, the lone touchdown reception of the day. Guys, um, let me know your thoughts on this win. Um, I'm going to start off with my guy, uh, Colby, as I often do. Um, Colby has some thoughts on this win. What's going on, brother? Hey, Nate. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm feeling good. I got to watch the Bills beat down on the Commanders, and I uh, felt absolutely good about it. Um, felt like it was an all-around great win for the Bills, um, dominating win, one that uh, a lot of people felt that uh, the Commanders would give us trouble because um, coming into it, the Commanders were 2-0. and We were 1-1. and So it was going to be a game that a lot of people said that Commanders could probably beat us. And uh, we came in and showed our authority and – Beat them, thirty what thirty seven to three. Yep, final score. I, yep. I once it went up like the once we got the interception return for a touchdown. I kind of just you know I was watching other games, so I, I kind of knew we were going to win after that. Yeah, but uh, overall great win. I thought the defense played spectacular, forcing four interceptions from how, um, and then the interception return for a touchdown by Espinessa. Like I mean, he's. He's insane. I mean, the Bills defense played incredible. Um, Josh Allen played well, I would say. Um, I was curious. I didn't see him throw the interception. What was it? Was it a kind of stupid play, or was it something that he was just kind of saying, "I'm just going to throw it." Yeah, it was like I want to say it was a third and ten or something like that, and he ended up throwing it to like it was only single coverage, I believe. So it wasn't a dumb pass. It was to Gabriel Davis up the sidelines. And it ended up being like down at the commander's 11 yard line. So like, yeah, kind of like a long, almost like a punt, right? Yeah. Like, so it wasn't, it wasn't that detrimental. So it wasn't great, but I mean, it could have been so much worse. Yeah. I mean, he had a great game in fantasy. I mean, it, but it, the interception didn't hurt him at all in his fantasy points, but I was just curious on how that happened. I didn't see it. So, yeah, but overall great win for the, for the bills, man. Um, I forget who, do, who do we have next on the schedule? We have the Dolphins in Buffalo on the schedule. The Dolphins, who are at least last time I checked, they were beating the Broncos like fifty-six to ten. Uh, there's it, uh, it's like sixty-three to um, seventeen. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, okay. so I uh, I don't know. I I really think the Bills match up good with the Dolphins, though. So interesting stat. You mentioned the Bills defense doing well. The Bills defense had nine sacks today. Nine sacks. That's almost as many yeah. sacks as the Commanders had in the first two games against the Broncos and the Cardinals. Yeah. Also, the Dolphins just put up 70, by the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the Bills can take the Dolphins down just like we did with the Commanders. Probably would be a closer game, but, you know, hey, if Tua wants to throw interceptions, I mean, I mean, then the Bills capitalize on them like they did today. Um it's going to be a long day for the Dolphins, but it's going to be a good game uh, either way. Um, I'm just happy that the Bills won today. It's a good win. My college team won on Friday, so I, I get to celebrate. I get to celebrate this weekend. Are you a Are you a North Carolina fan or South Carolina fan? So I'm a North Car. I'm from, I live in North Carolina. So um, okay. live. I've been in North Carolina all my life. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I have a little bit of a Southern accent. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, um, but. I'm a NC State fan, so I'm not a UNC. I don't. I actually despise UNC. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a rivalry down here. Um, but yeah, no, uh, NC State won Friday. So, and then the Bills won today. So I'm I'm happy. My happy sports fan today. 
Nice. Congratulations. Hey, real quick. Um, give me your give me your Wall of Famer um, in today's win. I mean, who would you give the Wall of Fame award to for um, the Buffalo Bills? Um, I would just say Stephon Diggs. I mean, mm-hmm. he was kind of everywhere out there in 111 yards. Was it was that his final tally? 111. Yep, correct. Yep. So I felt he he was, but I see he's not my for sure Wall of Famer. I would really think uh, Terrell Bernard, uh, Bernard really yes. stepped up today and really was kind of all over the field. So I, I think he's definitely my wall of fame. But um, Stefan Diggs is an honorable honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, great call there. Appreciate you coming on, Colby, as always. Um, go Bills, man. Go Bills. All right, that was our guy, Colby. Always in each week, always has great takes on the Buffalo Bills and uh, and giving us some thoughts. If you are interested – oh. Geez, we got another one on right away. I got to get, I got to, first I went to Colby. Now I'm going to uh, Jason Statham across the pond in England. How are you doing, Jay? Good, good, man. Again, what'd you think about this Bills beatdown? It was an exact beatdown, wasn't it? You, you um, to be honest, I was very surprised that the, uh, the, the O-line had it so easy today. I know. Me too. Me too. I thought that, I mean, that, for all intents and purposes, the commanders have one of the best, if not the best, off defensive line in the league from top to bottom. Mm. And zero sacks on the Buffalo Bills today. Zero sacks, whereas the Bills had nine sacks today. Yeah. Um, it, it was just hard to believe. that I, I listened to all the podcasts, like um, NFL podcasts, and they, they kept going on about young and sweaty. Oh, young and sweaty this, young and sweaty that. And I'm thinking, right, that could be a problem. But they just didn't get nowhere near Josh today at all, um, which was a relief. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we were just talking about how good the defense was, how good Terrell mm. Bernard was. I was just going to give a quick stat for that. Terrell Bernard had two sacks today, one interception and one fumble recovery. The dude was on fire today. Yeah, he, he was, man. It's like, I, I saw him a couple of times last year and he, he had potential, but... Um, from what the what they've been saying in camp, he, he got did he get injured in during camp and but McDermott still really really was really high on him. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's funny because I look at Terrell Bernard and I wasn't psyched about it to begin no. with, just because he he was he was the limited time he got last year was at the weak side linebacker position, which is Matt Milano's position when he was yeah. out. Um, he he didn't look great. He didn't look. Terrible, but he didn't look great. So then you're having him change position. He never played middle linebacker in college. He always played weak side mm-hmm. linebacker. So you're like, okay, this is a brand new thing. He's got to make the calls. He's got to make plays. And dude, like, not for nothing. Like, I Tremaine Edmonds, who? Like, I don't, oh, I don't even <laughs> remember Tremaine Edmonds. Like, I like Tremaine Edmonds. I thought he's a good player. Um, I was always wanting him to take over a game, kind of like Terrell Bernard mm-hmm. did. Today. Yeah, yeah, that's what we was expecting from. I think with with Edmonds, he was more of a. Um... It wasn't a dominating linebacker. He was a very safe linebacker. You know, he didn't make a lot of mistakes. He did he coverage quite well. Um, but with with Bernard, he he seems to have lots more energy. He just seems to be everywhere, Absolutely. which is good. Absolutely. Absolutely, he's got coverage down just like Tremaine did. He doesn't have as big of a wingspan. He's not as big of, of a player. But, I mean, you know, Tremaine Edmonds for for. People always say how big of, of a player he was, and he was big. Don't get me wrong, six foot four, out two hundred fifty yeah. pounds. He had a huge wingspan, but the wingspan is really the only thing that helped him because he didn't get off blocks any better by being such a big guy. No, like I said, he still got lost in the shot. Yeah, exactly. With the, with the size, like you say, you look at a guy, a middle linebacker, and you think he's gonna. I, I don't want to come up against him. He's, he's he's such an imposing figure, but he doesn't really use that size to his advantage at all. 
But with, like you say, exactly. with, what's the point in having? Her? Yeah, exactly. But with this, with this D, can I can I just mention one thing? I was quite absolutely one thing. I was quite sort of unsure about this season was when Leslie Fraser had sort of stepped down and, and McDermott was taking over the calls. I didn't know which way our defense was going to go, um, but it's shown over the last two weeks how they all seem to play for McDermott anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. Enough doesn't get said about that. I'm glad you brought that up, Jason. It was enough doesn't get said about McDermott's led defense. Yeah. The the first game, not so great. Um the Jets had twenty two points. But since then the Raiders ten points last week, the commanders three points this yep. week. You're talking about a com- combined thirty five points of total offense mm-hmm. in three games. That's less than twelve points a game. Like that's a great defense so far. Yes, that's definitely. Um interesting stat was it was McDermott's hundredth game today. I'm not kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was 100, it's 100 game. And I believe they said on the commentary that he's won 64 games out of the 100. Wow. So, you know, props to that man. Dude, you know, we're, we're so, uh, <laughs> I want to say spoiled because we went through so many terrible years. Yeah. But, like, we forget how good Sean McDermott is as a coach sometimes because we see it week in and week out. Mm. Um you know, like Ron Rivera was has been a good coach yeah. in in his time. You know, in general in the NFL. Um, you know, just like Josh Allen. Like I've I've been since we've been doing Thursday preview podcasts, um, and we release them like Thursday night around midnight, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I've been doing a lot more research into the teams that we're playing. So I'm watching the games that they play, and you watch Sam Howell, you watch Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo, you watch those guys, and like they're just not fun to watch. They are not. No, 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 no. Josh is just another level. Even if he doesn't play amazing, like it's just so much more of exciting of a game week in and week out because Josh is who he is. And then the same thing with McDermott. Like the, what a great defense mm. he's run to this point and how exciting. I mean, they had a they had a pick six, a taint. Yep. They had um nine sacks, like I mentioned yep. earlier, a few fumbles. Like, geez, this is it's an exciting. It was game. just I today from 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 the first bell. There was just I. I mean, James Cook had a fantastic game again. Uh, really, pre- I've been really, really impressed with him this season. Um, yeah. And the, the the running back room in general with, um, I forget the names now, the other two guys. Um, Latavius Murray and Damian yeah, Harris. Yeah, yeah they, they seem to bring a lot more experience that we never really had before. Yeah, Lat- Latavius Murray had five carries for 15 yards, one touchdown. Damian Harris, same thing, five carries for 15 yards. Um you know, it's it's nice that they have such a good complement yeah. between the two, between the three, I should say. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I love this running back room for the first time in a few mm. years. You know, this just seems like a complete room. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've like I said in the past, we've had McCoy, you know, and Singletary at times had at these moments, but we never really had that complementary of guys who sort of complement each other in a way, which is good. Yeah, and, and you need it in the you need it in the NFL. You need a running game. Absolutely, you do. You do appreciate you coming on, Jason. Anything else you wanna you wanna end with before um, um, before we get on to the next? Just to next let one? you know, the, uh, the Dolphins have scored seventy points, um, <laughs> and okay. Broncos. The Broncos still put twenty something points on them. So I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about the seventy points. I mean, that's a lot of points. But I mean, you know. Uh, they won't do that against the Bills. No. They won't put up 70 points against no, the Bills, no, no, so I'm not no. worried. It'll be a high-scoring game. I bet you the over-under on that game will be like 58 or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd say 48-50, roughly about. It. it won't be a high-scoring game at all. You don't think so next no. week? Oh, wow. No, I, I, I think I it'll be a close one. It'll be close. I think it'll be very tense. Yeah, I think it'll be very tense. And, and, and Tua won't have his way next week, so... 
Yeah, yeah, good call on that one, Jason. Thank that you so much getting... for coming on, man. Go, Go Bills. Bills. All right, that was our friend Jason from across the pond. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it's funny, real quick, before I get to Dave from across the pond, um, it's it's interesting, um, you know, the, the the Dolphins coming into town, we were just talking about that being a close game, probably a stressful game. This game was not stressful whatsoever. I mean, I had family over, and we were just, we were laughing, we were telling stories, we were joking. Like, there was no point where we were tense. Like, there were some some crazy plays during the game, but nothing where you were just, you know, biting your lip, wondering what was going to happen. Like, this was... I like these games. Not going to lie. After 20 years of not getting games like this, I'm ready to enjoy these games where you just completely blow out a team where you probably should blow out. So um, that was good to see that. Next, we have on the list Dave from Across the Pond. Saxa Dave. Dave, what's going on, man? That bottom left-hand corner is you turn your money sorry off. yeah it's been a while father it's been a while we finally remember what to do no worries no worries what's going oh, on oh yeah man? sorry i've missed you the last couple of weeks father it's been a rough start to the season for me this is the first game i've actually had to watch all the way through so made up that it was a good choice i had to follow the legend that is jay statham so you know what i mean it's gotta like gotta 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 chat in after him <laughs> so yeah how are you brother? happy oh, victory yeah. sunday go bills Happy, happy victory Sunday, my man. This is, this feels good. This is a good win. It was like, I was just saying, not, not stressful whatsoever. Just an enjoyable game. Yeah, it was from even, even when it was close, it didn't feel close. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And let's, let's carry on for a bit of what Jay said. This Leslie, who, who was that guy that we had last year on defense? Like <laughs> the pressure and everything else that McDermott's created on this defense. It's like, it's like, gee, it's like we've got a whole new lease of life out there. Like, AJ Finesse with a pick six. Jeez, AJ crying out loud. So uh, I saw the tame comment. I had to laugh at that. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. what, what, what kind of podcast would we be if we didn't bring our seventh grade humor? I'd, have to be to the I, episode, I would you know, have been disappointed Twitter. had you not. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so had you not done it, I probably would have. So yeah. <laughs> and I would have, you would have, and I would have retweeted it as what would have happened. Yeah. So, no, no, it was nice. For those of you that don't know, every time the Bills score a pick six, I say it's a taint, it's a touchdown after interception. But if you've ever listened to our post game show, I mean, we love a good taint. There's nothing better than a good taint while you're watching TV. You see one, you can just tell when it's a good one. There's just no other, there's no better feeling than a than a, than a good looking taint. This one was AJ, AJ Epinesa's taint. Yeah, to be honest. Well, it was of all good. people, like AJ making an. Uh, in-season appearance. How unusual is that for AJ? I know. It was great. It was great, especially considering he got he got any snaps at all with um uh Floyd Leonard Floyd having two sacks today. Oh that the whole the whole that defensive line. I mean, you've got, we've got Vaughn to come back yet. That defensive line is just unbelievable at the minute. So and it's finally playing. This is Dave. Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 fine, fine. Go. This is this is the defensive line that we've been waiting for. For about what three or four years, that, like with all these draft picks, all this capital spent on it, it is finally acting the way that we would hope it. That's would. exactly what I thought partway through this game. I'm like, this is what I've been looking to see the last three seasons, and it's just not appeared. And finally, it seems to be coming. Well, you know, it's only early days yet, but obviously, week one's always a liar. So I don't don't count week one. So that's why I was like, yeah, let's not stress about week one. But um, yeah. So obviously, next week's a big test. But um, oh, yeah. You know, they're coming at least uh, makes a change that we're not going to Miami in this time of year. So see what they're like in Buffalo. <laughs> not for nothing. That's that's kind of I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah. Um, all things considered, we just need I mean, there's so many things that went against the Bills, you know, 
improperly last season when they were in Miami that um, we just don't need any more of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, again, last season got off such, such a great start. You always worry when you get off to a great start. You want to be hitting your stride November, December. Uh, yeah. um, you know, I know the defense have got us a great start now, like, but you know, they've got Vaughn to come back. Things the scary thing is things can only get better. Bernard is just like everybody was worried about middle linebacker this off season, but Bernard, like today, was just obviously he's, he's gotta be AFC defensive player of the week. Gotta be. So that is that is that is something because we were just hoping that he would be like a decent fill in for Tremaine Edmonds, not expecting him to be Tremaine Edmonds level play, but just like, Hey, 70, 80% of him, man, like that's good enough. Right. Like that's, that's okay. And he's, I, I hate to say it, man. Like he's playing up to his level already. Yeah. This no, is only his, exactly like third start, right? I, I didn't, I wasn't a, a Tremaine hater. Like some people were like, I thought he was, you know, he did a good job. And like you said earlier on, he had a big, so he was a big fella and um, he made things happen because of his size. But like, Nothing like what Bernard did today, unless I've missed something. I know I've got, I haven't got the best memory in the world, but I can't remember him having a game like that. No, no, Tremaine. That's a thing. That's the thing. Is like, what? What do we have him for? Five, six years? I think we got him on the franchise tag or something. Six years, right? Yeah. Like, like we were hoping for him to be so good that he would take over games, right? Like yeah. That's what. You, that's what you want. That's, yeah. And, that's what you want. and we never really got it more than maybe one game or so in six seasons. Like that's not enough. Yeah, no, that's no, not enough definitely. to pay a guy eighteen million dollars a year. No, hell, no, hell no. For the money you wanted, we've definitely got an upgrade for Bernard there. Second year, second year, second year. So you know, this is friggin' hell. Happy days, happy days. And can I also? Yeah. Sh- I know we talked all about the defense, but I want to shout out to the scheming on the offensive line. Like after that week one, it was like, oh my god, we're going to get wrecked coming into this. Whatever they've, whatever they've fed them this week, or whatever they've been doing, holy cow, keep that up for the rest of the season. Like I was concerned about the O line at the start of the year. That the last two weeks they have been, whether it's scheming, whether it's just them stepping up. I, I'm not that good at my in depth football knowledge, but they've no, just been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. The, the way that they've looked so far this season has been tremendous. Absolutely, Dave. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for. Are you going to be there in uh, in London for the game? Hell yes. So yeah, I'll, I'll put a shout out on the Twitter in a couple of weeks or next week, see what everybody's doing. And um, I'll be getting wrecked and you'll find me drunk in a corner somewhere. But, um, I'll be with you guys all the way. All right. All are right. you coming over? Are you coming over, Nate? No, no, I can't. It's just logistically, it's tough, you know, um, but I would love to. I would love to come sometime. It's just tough this year. But uh, but we've been thinking about it, man. Are you coming up again this year for for an actual US game? I doubt I'll get over for a US game, obviously, with a trip to London, but um, yep. I'm definitely going to make it a yearly thing now. Awesome. So, definitely. Awesome. So, next uh, season, we'll point, hook up. We'll, we'll hook up next season, man. Yeah. All right, buddy. All the best. All right. Thanks very much. Cheers for having me. Go Bills. All right. Cheers. Thank you so much to Dave for coming on um, and giving so many thoughts. Dude, he crushed it. Um, a lot of things to like about this game. I mentioned nine sacks um, on the defensive side of the ball. Troll Bernard, amazing game we, we just mentioned. Um, Tredevious Whitehead, the interception. Ed Oliver, one and a half sacks today. We just mentioned um, how I always wanted Tremaine Edmonds to have a takeover game. Um, I wanted that from Ed Oliver, like, or not a takeover game, but you know, like he, he would basically be able to dominate or affect the game that much. 
Um, and Ed Oliver's doing it this season too. Everyone's hitting their stride as they should so far on defense. Um, it's just great to be Greg Rousseau had a sack. We mentioned earlier, Leonard Floyd had two sacks. AJ Epinesa had the sack and the pick six. Micah Hyde had an interception. Um, just a great game by the Bills offense and defense. Um, I just want to let you guys remind you guys that this Twitter space, this episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago. If you are in the Western New York or Central New York area, do yourselves a favor, head on down Route 90, get off at uh, exit 41 at the Delago Resort and Casino. And uh, it's right in Waterloo. It's right there, right off the thruway. Get off there. Have a good time. It is it is a tremendous time. We're going to go there in about a month or so to check out the area. Um Check out the new stuff that they've added because, uh, I mean, it's just an experience, man. It's just a fun time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to check out this podcast um, on our own podcast network, on uh, the Circling the Wagons official podcast network, uh, where we do some of these other episodes. And, uh, and yeah, give, a, give you a little bit more content um, over here. So for me, Nate, go Bills. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you guys for being a part of the Twitter space. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys uh, later for the recap episode with my co-hosts, John and Mike. Buffalo, 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 it's the Mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Don Brown, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who's blocking us? No one. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>